0: Uh, you're listening to Art Smitten on Sin. My name's Liam, and I'm joined by co-host Christian and Monisha. Also joined at the moment by Bridget McNabb, who is uh, an an entrant entrant into the Archibald Prize, um, or you're a finalist actually. I'm not, <laughs> not just an entrant, entrant. <laughs> yeah. an entry. I like. should <laughs> underline that finalist for 2019. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: No worries.
1: Um, so when did you sort of find out that you were a finalist? How does the prize work? Uh, you get
2: an email pops up. It's pretty quick, so they finish <laughs> judging. You Usually they get back to you within like a couple of days. So you know if you haven't heard back that you didn't get in. And So you have to keep it a secret as well for, I think, a couple of weeks, which is really hard. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so when are we going to be able to tell people? Um, I think a couple of weeks after when they have to send out all the rejection emails. Oh, you know? okay. so really hard when you have other friends that have entered and you're hmm. bursting.
1: You're like, oh, I haven't heard anything. Oh, so is it kind of based on one particular piece of work and you, sub- you submit that independently? Or do they notice it? Or how does it work? So...
2: They have a lot of entries, hundreds and hundreds, Australia-wide. And there's a judging panel. And I think they walk through the paintings like a conveyor belt. It's very quick. (laughs) So someone walks through, they see it, and it's a yes or a no. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, So, yeah, it's pretty ruthless. It's a very snap (laughs) decision. (laughs) (laughs) But they must get – I mean, do do, do you know how many entrants they would have every year? roughly? Uh, I think hundreds, right? Hundreds and
0: hundreds. Well, good job. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think
2: there's about fifty finalists. So,
0: Um, and this is your second time.
2: Second time as a finalist, yes. Which is much sweeter because I know the first time wasn't a fluke. Now, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) very validating (laughs) to to know. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So this one was much more satisfying.
0: And when was that?
2: Uh, The first time. Yeah. I think it was 2014. Okay. Yeah.
0: And was there any similarities in your experience or did you learn anything from the first time Um, around which you tried to change this time?
2: No, the first time was really, I wasn't here. So I just moved to England and I'd been in London a day and I got the email saying I was in and I was (laughs) so spewing that I couldn't go because you get to go to artists' lunches and have all these opportunities. For media and whatnot, and I missed out on all of that the first time, so oh. it's completely different. I got to go this time. Okay, how was that? <laughs> it was really overwhelming. It's a huge deal. There's the artist lunch was actually really nice. That happens the day before, so you get to see the show, meet all the other artists, and really take it all in. And then the following night is the actual opening, which is absolutely bonkers. There is like music playing, there's drinks, there's hundreds of people. It's just nuts. So I was quite glad that I got to go to the artist lunch and just chill and take it in.
1: Yeah, that sounds yeah. so good. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about your work that is um, on display at the Tarawara Museum?
2: Yeah, so I painted a fashion designer called Carla Spatik. I had followed her for a fair few years on Instagram. I hadn't bought any of her clothes because they're quite expensive and I'm broke but (laughs) I uh, I had admired from afar and she was actually having a warehouse sale in Melbourne and I wanted I was having a solo show this was last year I was having a solo show so so I was going to treat myself to an on sale dress of hers for Mm. my opening so I'd Messaged her on Instagram to see what was there And she got back to me straight away And said, oh, you know, you can I love your work I'll give you something from the new collection For wholesale I was like, yay! (laughs) (laughs) So I was super stoked And then we started chatting through Instagram And that's when I thought, hang on a minute This would be a great person to ask to paint Mm. And she had a really interesting backstory When I got to know her She's a refugee, Croatian refugee So she came over here with her mum when she was ten and they didn't have much money growing up, and she sort of put herself through fashion school and is a one-man band and wow. works really hard to get to where she is today. So it was really inspiring learning all of that about her. And so, yeah, we met. I already had a pretty clear idea of the pose that I wanted to put her in. Um, so went to her studio and put her in the pose, did some drawings, and then took some photos and worked Back at my studio because so, I don't really like painting not in my space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> is
0: it, does anyone really paint a portrait like in the moment? or yeah, is it, okay? Th- they do. Yeah.
2: I think uh, the Archibald specifies that you have to do it from life. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is I don't really know many people that sit there and do it f- directly from life but from life can be meeting and doing some sketches. You mm-hmm. just have to be in their presence Uh, You can't just get a photo emailed from them, for instance, Mm. and Mm. paint it. So how you go about it is completely up to you, but you have to meet the person. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, in general with your work, how do you go about choosing people that you'd be interested in painting? Is it a look or a story? Well,
2: the funny thing is I don't paint people I know. So I paint people usually from film stills or TV or all sorts of places, but not I never know them. And I actually... Uh, it's a really different experience painting someone you know because you're so worried about what they're they're going to think (laughs) (laughs) and I really don't enjoy it that much to be honest so the Archibald I do enter portrait prizes because it's such a good way to get yourself out there but it's not uh, part of my practice in general
1: and what did she think?
2: Well, she says she likes it, but she has to say that, doesn't she? So I don't know. I hate showing them. It's so daunting when I have to send through the image when it's finished. I just feel so sick. I just, oh no! It's so scary. <laughs> it's stressful. And people, it's weird having your portrait painted. Like. Mm you see it never is going to look like you 100% because it's not a photograph and i think um people definitely expect you to make them beautiful and <laughs> i don't know i like exaggerating features like mm-hmm. noses and eyes and so yeah it's a fine line of how much you can push it um, because you don't want the, to offend them
0: <laughs> that's part of the contract
2: it is of being
0: a yeah. Portrait-y.
2: I think so, but at the same time, I'm still worried that they might turn around and say, "I hate it. You're not oh, showing no. anybody." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've um, just reading here that you've talked about wanting to show basically her sensitivity, but also her resilience. Yes. Um, How hard was that to do, Like to get that balance? Um, Very. So (laughs) I think the palette was important, the color palette. I didn't Mm. want it to be too fluffy and soft. Mm. So a lot of her designs are actually very pastel palette, uh, whites, neutrals. At first I thought, oh, I'll do something that sort of reflects her palette. But then when I was doing the painting, I was like, oh, this looks so sickly sweet. (laughs) And that's not what I'm going for. So, But I still wanted it to look gentle because she is quite gentle and emotional. So I think I put in those darker colours like the browns and the earthy background to sort of ground her. But then had that pink and the pose I think was quite sensitive and gentle. So it's just finding the balance I think mm. and having the quite hard edge straight lines in the background helped with that as well.
1: Oh, awesome. Sure. And when you, you said you moved to London for a while, so when you were there, were you working in the art sort of scene as well? Or no. no. Just, <laughs> doing, just <take laughs> a little
2: bit. <break>. No, <laughs> so I, the first time, I've lived there twice now. The first time I went, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I was 20 and I was so lost. And I was just blowing around and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And then I started, a, I did a nighttime short course at Central St. Martin's, which is one of the top art schools in the world. So I did a 10-week nighttime course there uh, in art, and I loved it. And that's when I thought, oh, maybe I could do this. And they encourage you to do a sort of practice interview. It is an actual interview to get in, but they hardly anyone ever gets in through that. But they said, yeah, do it just for practice. So I did it, and then I nearly died when I got an acceptance letter oh, off the back exciting. of the 10-week course saying, we want you but then i couldn't afford to go cuz it's like a bazillion dollars as an international student so yeah. that's why i flew home and applied to the national art school and got in so that's mm. how that happened it was if i hadn't gone to london it might not have happened so where's the national art school it's in sydney awesome yeah and so
0: you've You're originally from Queensland, is that correct?
2: Yeah, Yeah. so I was born in Noosa and my parents separated and then I moved down to Bellingen with my mum, which is in New South Wales. So I spent half my time in Bellingen and the other half of my time in Noosa.
0: And so you're not in Melbourne at the moment?
2: Yeah, and now I live in
0: Melbourne. So how does that kind of the setting of where you live and and that kind of thing influence your creativity
2: Um, and your art? Well... I think it was weird. I never really considered art that someone could be an artist for a profession. So where I grew up, there was no art galleries. I didn't know any artists. I wasn't exposed to art. I think the first time I went to an art gallery, I was about 17. (laughs) Um, So it was just not even a thought in my mind that that's something I could do. So I think in some ways... It was a little bit of a hindrance for me because also art at my public school was considered a bludge subject, so you just did it to muck around Mm. and, you know, it wasn't taken serious. So I'd never had anyone show me or talk to me about art. So I, it was hard in that sense. I think maybe if I grew up in a city and was exposed to it more, I would have found it earlier on. But you found it in London. I found it <laughs> in the end. <laughs> yeah. so, but I got there. But I think, yeah, it can be tricky for country kids that grow up and they don't have that sort of infrastructure um, galleries around.
1: For sure. And is there anything else you're working on at the moment or like, do you know what your next thing is? Yeah, so I've got a group show coming up in Sydney at the end of the
2: year, which is um, sort of based on a futuristic uh, dystopian concept, which is exciting. And then I've got a solo show next year in Sydney as well. So I'm looking at – yeah, looking at – Um, reality TV actually at the moment. I'm obsessed with reality TV. I I know it's really bad (laughs) but it's so interesting. So at the moment yeah I'm just sort of figuring out what I'm going to do with that. Awesome. Oh, are you into reality TV, Manisha? Just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We've talked about, like, The Bachelor and Love oh, Island really? a lot on the show. It, yeah, so. don't get me started. I know. <laughs> so I'm actually thinking about, I'm hmm. looking at Love Island. Oh, so
1: it'd be great to paint.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so it's not going to be, I know, you think, oh, God, naff, but I'm going to do it in a way that's not naff, hmm. and you won't instantly recognize that it's Love Island, but I think it's really weird and interesting part of life. You have to have that flamingo that they have. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Not putting the go in, But it will be,
1: yeah, that's the idea. So stay tuned if you are a reality TV fan. Yeah, stay tuned for that. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for chatting to us today. Is there anywhere people can go online to sort of see um, your work that's currently being exhibited? Yeah, so you
2: can go on to the... Tarawara website, I think, and also the Art Gallery of New South Wales has all the works up on there.
1: And if you're there, go see oh, yeah. it. Go see it. It's
2: a beautiful space. It's a really nice day out. I highly recommend.